Yo, 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 what they do, what they do. I'm your host, Aaron J. Jackson, also known as Marvin Bay. I welcome you to the 47th episode of Behind the Beer Podcast, presented by the FGO Network. We got a good friend of mine. Man, I, I probably knew him since, like, 2015. Shit. Like, I remember when you had, what was the gold, the gold, uh, the Lux brand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so, um, he don't need no introduction, but... You can introduce yourself. What if you don't know who you are? Introduce Damn. yourself. I don't even know how to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a rise. That's it. Oh man, I'm an artist. I threw him off right there. I threw him <laughs> off right there. <laughs> oh shit, because I never introduce myself. But yeah, <laughs> shit. But yeah, that's who I am. That's who I am. Just rise. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, so what do you do? Like for the people that don't know, mm-hmm. you know. I know you as you have different entities and stuff like that, but right, right. Um, tell the people uh, what you do. Shit, um, I do graphic design. I do art. I'm focusing on art right now, mm-hmm. but I'm also a musician, and I do it all really, mm-hmm. every single aspect. So throughout uh, mm-hmm. 2020, you know that was a crazy year for all of us. Yeah. Um, how has 2020 been treating you so far? It's been good. A lot of opportunities came out of that because a lot of people stopped moving around so much. So I was able to like really, really build relationships around that. So it was nice. It was nice. Treated me good. Mm -hmm. I could tell you a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, nah, like I'm just (laughs) just trying to get it, trying to get in the mode and shit. But yeah, we ain't taking a shot. So I I definitely feel you on that. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, nah. Yeah. Um. So. So, where are you from originally, and what was your upbringing like growing up? Oh man, I'm from Virginia. Uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it's a lot to get into, but I mean, I don't know how to put it into words. That's just the thing with me. It's like mm-hmm. I just lived through it, and I feel it, you know. But I mean, it was crazy. It wasn't as luxurious as where I'm trying to go. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's. That's how much I can put into words. So you think Virginia kind of molded you to who you are as well? Absolutely, in many ways. In one, I mean, just the people there. More closely. Just the people there and everything. Oh man. Because you know, not every like Mm -hmm. I I, from outside looking in, I I love to see like Virginia. You know what I'm saying? You don't really meet too many cats from Virginia often, so like I always be intrigued. How is it like, like growing up in Virginia and yeah. shit, and all the people and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, it's creative, but also secluded. So I mean, anybody who makes it out of there, they have to be good as fuck, is what they do. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of people from Virginia are good as what they do, because mm-hmm. the ones that do make it out, you know, or right. that's like it's it. You really have to stand out to make it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how did you get introduced to into making art and also making graphic or doing graphic design? Necessity. Like, I wanted to do things. I wanted to start a brand. Right. There was nothing. There was nobody that could help me or do it for free at the time. This is like before everybody started doing it. Mm-hmm. So, I just picked up a pencil one night, and this was my first all nighter, my whole life. <laughs> like, I was like, I always had a vision and stuff, and I was like, all right. I'm just gonna fucking stay up all night because I couldn't sleep. I always had insomnia, so I just filled mm. the pencil and just started drawing and started getting magazines and just trying to copy what I see. And then when I got into high school, 
I did the graphic design classes and shit. And mm-hmm. Was able to do all that, but it was necessity that got me into it. And what was what was like your first like what was that beginning stage like as far as like making your first design or just like continue to grow that passion that you um wanted to have in graphic design or into making art as well? Yeah, I mean, hold on, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know it's been so long. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, shit. Or rather, like, how was the class like? Like, just you know, oh, the class. Like, just growing that passion inside the class. Yeah, it takes time to grow that passion. For sure, I already, I already had interest. Like, I had failed a grade, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I wasn't even supposed to be in that graphic design class. But the teacher that I had, she was like. I'm going to keep you in here. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, so that also inspired me, the fact that she held me down. Because, like, I would, they were already trying to kick me out of school and shit. So, <laughs> so I was like, fuck. And I even won an award doing that shit. But, um, mm-hmm. but it was nice. It was, like, I was so focused on everything. Like, I really wanted to understand how this worked. Because I knew it was going to help me in the future. And this is what I wanted to be in the world that I wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. In that world itself has introduced me and opened doors for me into the other world that I want to get into, which is the art world. Right. So, yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot. Right. Yeah. And then they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, like, what, high school? Yeah, yeah, high school. Like, mm-hmm. 2000 and, like, 10, maybe? Yeah, it was, like, back there, back then. Mm-hmm. A decade later, oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> I look back at that, like, 2010. Like, 2010 as a whole, like, yeah. whoa. Like, Holy I, shit. I think that was, like, the beginning. Like, 2010 was kind of, like, one of them times, like, I won't say the beginning of the internet era, but the beginning of the internet era to the times 10. Right, like, right. Hell, was, yeah. It was so much shit going on around that time. Yeah, I mean, everything Soulja Boy was doing, like, it had just started, like, yeah. to really roll out. Because, I mean... Soulja Boy is the reason I even wanted to get into, like, marketing online on MySpace and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think back at it, it's like, if it wasn't for him even saying that he made it off of MySpace, mm-hmm. I know it's such a crazy thing to say, like, considering everything that Soulja Boy has done, but, like, he really did make me believe that you can do it, like, mm-hmm. off the internet and off the social media and shit, right. especially where everything social media has become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I look back at those times, I'm just like, yo, like, I, it's just... That was a good time. I mean, we still living in a good time, but like right, right. back then, you, when you look back at it now, it was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like this shit is new. Like, you know, you got MySpace at the time. And then Instagram was about to grow. Then you had YouTube at a time ten. Like, oh, yeah. I remember when YouTube didn't even have ads. <laughs> God, yeah, they were just using like Flash, Flash, right. like the fucking that was playing videos and stuff. But yeah. Right. Oh my god. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we gonna let the plane, you know, we on the one of the top floors, you know what I'm saying? You know, airplanes gonna be flying and shit, but nah. Oh man. So, you know, growing as an artist and a graphic designer, mm-hmm. um, and this probably could be a two part question as well. Um yes. who you were looking at, um, to get inspired by that made you wanna take it more serious as well, whether it's cause I know you mentioned you do music. But, yeah, yeah. you know, let's talk about the music perspective right. and the art perspective as a whole. Yeah. Who were, like, the people that really made you want to take it to that next level? Yeah, there was a few, but um, Pharrell was the one who made me want to do the fashion stuff. And then mm-hmm. it segued into, like, Kanye and stuff, you know, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. But then as far as, like, fashion, like, the seriousness of fashion outside of the music connecting with the fashion, it was, like, Alexander McQueen. 
and mm. Mark Jacobs and stuff. Like for the longest, well, not for the longest time, but like towards the end of like my school life. I mean, I wanted to go to like Parsons New School in New York, mm-hmm. but obviously I wasn't gonna work out. Well, it was because of Mark Jacobs. So I mean, those are the people that inspired me to, like, to keep innovating and stuff. Mm-hmm. As far as I just I did the art design and stuff. All right. So, um, how would you describe your, or how did you develop your style? You know what I'm saying? Because you have a, a very abstract type of style, and that, and I love it by the way. Thank you. And um, like, how did you like? What inspired you to create that type of work? Therapy, just like meditation and stuff. Because mm-hmm. like. I mean, I was going through a bunch of shit in my life and like mentally and everything. And I was like, I needed to find something. The old style that I was doing, I had to fade it out because I hated everything about it because it wasn't like really saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't want it to say anything. I just wanted to feel like something. And mm-hmm. that's why I went into abstract because abstract is all about feeling. Feeling is an abstract. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I wanted to find the in between between meditation and art and all that and right. feeling and stuff yeah so that's really that's really what I want to do my work mm-hmm. so is that why you're because when I look at your work you know obviously it's abstract but like is that's why like you have more like them type of colors to pop to like yeah. do that like what's the reason behind all that like, behind the colors vibrancy I wanted to still have some playful essence to it mm-hmm. but also you know some of my works are dark or visually, like symbolically dark, mm-hmm. but I wanted to have that playfulness because I don't feel like death is a bittersweet thing, you know. Right. But it's not something we should turn our heads to. Like it's mm-hmm. something that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So why not embrace it and and understand that it's it's part of our life. And right. Once we turn that chapter, it's it's. I mean, it's time, you know. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it has to be bad. Right. Yeah, but that's the reason for the colors and stuff, just to kind of give you that that crazy like combination. Right. Right. Um, as a whole, mm-hmm. in your perspective, how would you really describe your work, though, overall? Oh my God, there's a bunch of ways. Um, I call them formless, formless works. Mm-hmm. Like they're just supposed to be liquid, and just like kind of like what Bruce Lee said be water that's really like the essence of like I get world. that yeah, yeah I get that cause like yeah. you really be like like the way like with the colors and everything like that and then the way that it, it's like a wave and a flow exactly. to the way like everything that you do like yeah, that's yeah. why yeah it's, it's crazy just by thinking about it now yeah yeah I try to be like that that's the that's a meditative process and also the right. guideline between the works is um is no sharp turns everything has to just be flowing because i mean if you ever taken like a paper and a pencil and just like drawn like just some curvy lines without any intention to where it's gonna go right it's freeing it's relieving you know because you're not thinking of drawing something you're just drawing like circles even you know stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so because so i i see um you do graphic design mm-hmm. but what made you transition from graphic design to actually like really doing paintings and right. art as a whole because that's a it's similar but it's two different yeah. things yeah design has instructions and guidelines and all that but mm-hmm. um i mean i like them both like a lot because they have their best um their best moments but uh right but art i, I don't know it could be my ego but it just because art is egotistical no mm-hmm. matter how we see it 
But uh, just I really wanted to say something to in the, in the big world. And, like, right. Everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, switching you know gears here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed that you you know do music as well. So let's talk more about that and how that came about over your you know time in your life. Yeah. You know, doing that. Yeah, I mean, music was everything. The reason I do art is because of music, you know. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the sounds of things. And mm-hmm. like, without music, my art can't exist. And eventually, I do plan on, like, intertwining them whenever you go see them in person and stuff. Like, music can't live without my work, and mm-hmm. my work can't live without music and stuff. How would you describe your sound? Sound shit. Because oh, it's very... Sp- Calm, chill, yeah. like based on what I listen to as right, well. Right, right, right. I do have some. Those are like the mellow ones, but I have some crazy ones mm-hmm. that I haven't put out yet. But uh, theatrical is the way that I see it. Like, cause that's what I want. Like, like the things that I put out online are just one thing. Like, but the things that I have in my hard drive and everything, they mm-hmm. get like the different little phases of the music, and that's what I want. I just want like a D, like a whole movie. And right. when you listen to the songs from every single angle, yeah, right, theatrical is the word. So, going back to the art as a overall thing, what would you say has to be the key elements you continue to learn in your art? What and also graphic design as well. Let me see the key element. Um, learning about myself within that, yeah, mm-hmm. like just constantly discovering myself with this and even breaking my own rules and stuff just trying to see like you know you build the rules you create the rules for yourself and you got to keep breaking them just to see you got to break the rules to make the rules exactly yeah, <laughs> vice versa but yeah exactly that's just learning about yourself and seeing like because you grow accustomed to certain things and you're just like all right let me see what happens like i know i don't like there's things there's things that i've had to like let slide in my head and that i have to stare at and i'm like all right i just have to get used to it and i right. really like why does that bother me so much you know like little imperfections and stuff and my whole i don't mind imperfections in general but it's just crazy like right. how i have like i always ask myself why, why the hell does that bother me mm-hmm. shit like that but yeah but yeah i can understand that because sometimes i'll be looking at my work and i just be like uh i don't know second guessing sometimes right, you right. know overthink like but then you, you gotta really sit back and just sit at it and look at it because right. you know we perfectionists as artists right, you know right. we we know because you know what it is when it comes down to especially graphic design when we make our lines any art as well as a whole when we do our lines we yeah, want yeah. that shit to be per, like to the <laughs> right, t like right. but from a fan perspective or outside looking in mm-hmm. they don't even know about at that all. at all <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy even with music i mean like you know i only make the music and all the technical stuff i try to hand it off to like people who do know like mm-hmm. the, like the people who are so indulged into that world but like yeah like i never i can never hear the imperfections they tell me it's like frequency this and i yeah low end whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it may be but yeah it's just funny it's funny that like we can see certain worlds within that mm-hmm. yeah so um what would you say has to be your go-to colors you like to use while designing or creating your art dang i mean it's really the feeling but uh i do like pink pink is like the mm-hmm. coolest it just pops mm-hmm. you know it's right in your face you put it with black it's amazing i right. mean and then sometimes sometimes like a navy like a dark blue mm-hmm. like something that reminds me of the nighttime 
like yeah those are the colors like that i would go to right. first i feel like pink is underestimated in my opinion very right. oh yeah absolutely or misused a yeah. lot or like yeah. overdone yeah right right mm-hmm. so you talked about pharrell earlier yeah and pharrell sees colors right we just talked about colors do you synesthesia. see colors into your music as well too no i was just thinking about that the other night but because synesthesia what i think that's how it's, what yeah. it's called but um that like everybody has it differently like he just sees it in colors sees sound in colors but uh I mean, just a few days ago, I just realized that I see things through, like, an architectural sense, like, mm. a home. I was just weird, because I was just, like... Well, that's interesting, though. Yeah, I was just, like, thinking about, like, I was thinking about memories, but I was thinking about them in, like, in a corner of a home. It was, and I, I really thought about that, and I was, like, even the timeline of my life, I think about it in certain places in this home. That, that, that just, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. weird, but, yeah. Maybe that is, <laughs> in my own sense, but, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, in your perspective, what would you say has to be your favorite piece that you ever made this far? It could be anything, music, um, graphic design, or any design, or any paint painting that you did. I know that's a tough question, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> somebody answered this, like, I was watching some videos online, and somebody answered that question, mm-hmm. like, pretty good. And they were like, whatever piece I'm working on right now is my favorite piece. Right. And, it, and it's true. Cause, like, that is true. Yeah, I ain't gonna so, lie. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's that's going to be my answer as well. Yeah, because yeah, it's that piece that I'm so obsessed with. Because you look back at your old work, he's like, uh, eh. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't speak enough for me like the older work the most recent works that i've done those are like i'm fucking married to those like mm-hmm. there's some pieces that i've done that are just like gimmicky but that's that's it but they're not like eyesores to me mm-hmm. they're just like pleasant to see but i know that they're not as deep as the other ones that i've done yeah man because you know i look past at my old work and i'm just like uh i you know it's cool right. I, I i guess i see why you like it but yeah <laughs> it's the, like it's the crazy thing is that's a, it's, as far as like that's as far as like my visual work but when it comes to my music thinking about it it's like i i can always go back to the music and just like create like a whole new sound compared like like i can take an old like project i was working on and just build off of it and make a completely new sound that works way better right but yeah like visually like yeah it's it's tough mm-hmm. yeah your eyes don't lie so i got a few more questions left yeah um what is one thing you wish you would have learned coming up in the game on what you know now Shit. um i'm trying to think because i have a bunch of those in my head but um one of the fucking just just go for it like go for everything and just invest it and don't even fucking trip like set your intentions you know right and just fucking like yeah i mean i don't really i mean everything was a lesson for this like uh it happened already you know Mm. so i'm just like living day by day and learning new things but uh just go for it spend your money on it don't second guess it. Yeah, just fucking do it. Cause you be feeling guilty when you, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I be doing that to this day sometimes. You know, yeah. depending on what it is. Right, right. But um, yeah, like, I mean, every every risk I've ever faced or every option, I just fucking took it, and that has gotten me every network, every connection, every relationship that I have now. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and I'm only growing more and I'm still doing it. You know, some the methods that I had when I was younger are still fucking working. Like mm-hmm. so baby rise had had a good idea. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy how like it's really crazy how mm-hmm. um a risk or a chance really benefits you in the future. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you'd be overthinking like Damn, I don't think this is gonna be a good idea spending this money on the investment of like equipment and shit like that. Right. Or I'm not sure X, Y, and Z is, you know, if I do this, this yeah. is not gonna have the outcome. But little you know, by you doing that, maybe shit, it could be even the next day by you doing that, you get an opportunity or yeah. fucking the whole year. But by you making that investment into yourself and your work, it's, it exactly. helps you in the long run. It's the little things that, you know, matter as well, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because there's no way anybody's... Because I know people back home that, like, they've never taken a risk a day in their life. Or mm-hmm. at least a risk as big as the one that I've taken that really haven't gone mm-hmm. anywhere. I mean, there's people that never fucking left home at all. Like, That's that crazy. shit is crazy to me. So, yeah, just fucking do it and get lost, you know? Get get lost. Go anywhere you want. Do it on your own. Especially when, you, like, for me at least, like, mm-hmm. I travel... Yeah. As much as I can, and and you just start to, you know, one thing I do say to myself, I'm blessed, I'm able to do that because right. I get to see different perspective around the country. So far, now my mind is like over the world, you know, soon. But right. you know, once you travel and you make that risk of traveling and seeing how like where it's bigger than your city, because the city okay. is really a dot in the map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's just crazy how that how that mindset and mind mm-hmm. you, you know, not everybody is able to travel or whatever the case may be, but Yeah, yeah. But it's it's bigger. It's bigger, way bigger yeah. out here. And it gets bigger than even the work that you're creating too, because Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy because like I mean there's people that I know that reach out to me that don't even like really care about me as the person. They mm-hmm. only care about the work that I can produce for them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always going to be bigger than you because I mean, I, but that's the intentions. That's the, that's just the game of it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's nuts. <laughs> right. So one last question. Yeah. Um, any advice for the people that want to take the similar path that you took in? Damn. Um, catch up on sleep. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you're better well-rested than you are exhausted. Like, that's really it. Man. Yeah. You ain't never tell no lie, boy. Like, this shit, hey, they don't know. This shit gets stressful, boy. Yeah, hell yeah. Putting that load on your back and everything like yeah. that. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it gets, it's going to get crazier, so. It's Way better. crazier. So, it's better to just take care of yourself now. Mm-hmm. Then fuck around and find out later right yeah so pretty much what he's saying low management you guys you know be a quiet Leonard yeah. in the game man Word, yeah. <laughs> mm. so how can the people get in, get, a, get in touch with you or get a hold of you email I mean that's really I really try to limit the uh, social media right yeah but email is the best way but it has to be a good ass fucking email it can't just be like yo and work it has to be like you gotta come with a plan that's how you get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, you know, for the, you know, you see, I'm, I'm trying to get you some more work. <laughs> Tell your email, yeah. man. If you, you know, uh, them motherfuckers, if y'all motherfuckers play with the bullshit, <laughs> I 
Hey, he ain't. He pretty much telling you he ain't. He looking at this shit, but oh, he ain't answering. Word. Yeah, <laughs> it just gotta be right. It just gotta be right. But don't let that scare you away. You know. Yeah. But just know that you gotta come with come your correct. A game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cause I come with my A game everywhere I go. I mean, anybody. You can ask anybody that I've worked with, and like they can tell you that. I'm oh yeah, most definitely he's on his A game. <laughs> shit, you know that Art Basel, that Art Basel shit. Like, oh yeah, man, we was like responding emails back to back to back. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, word. It ain't nothing to be played with, man. Because yeah, I've already lost enough sleep, and I don't want it to not pay off. So yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. how you get a hold of me, and that's how you get my attention. All right, episode forty-seven, man. I appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you. you no know, long time no see. You know, I had to tap in with you, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. So, all right, y'all. Episode forty-seven. We out.